Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. attention and then i saw a follow-up story that like made it even worse um the new york times is suing artificial intelligence companies for stealing its material to teach their ai machines how to do everything that they do which makes sense because the material on which the ai machines learn is material that would come from major news sources like the new york times and what the New York Times is saying is you're making all of this money with our material. And not just that it learns on it, you know, because, I mean, you know, I benefit from the New York Times, too. Um, but, you know, that's right within the context of pay or free access or whatever you might do. The difference is that the um, the AI chatbots just use the material without source, without credit, without compensation. It's not like it goes into the overall amalgam of what they do and helps educate them to be better AI chatbots. Uh, they just rip and read. <laughs> you know, they just steal the material. Much like if I went on the air, you know, every day and just kind of read to you from the New York Times, I'm not saying that would make a great talk show, but it would be, you know, theft, right? It'd be violation of copyrights and, you know, despair, uh, loss of income to the New York Times. Uh, and that's why you couldn't do that. So they're saying that these AI machines are doing exactly that same thing. So that was story number one. I agree with them. I agree with the Times on this. There should be compensation. Uh, I don't know what the structure that should be, but, you know, they're not wrong. Okay. Um, the New York Times says it's never given permission for anyone to use its content for generative AI purposes. You're probably going to start to see um, licensing agreements, I would think, is what the end result of all this is going to be. But uh, the News Media Alliance, the trade group representing more than 2,200 news organizations, um, applauded the filing uh, by the Times, saying quality journalism and generative AI can complement each other if approached collaboratively, but using journalism without permission of payment is unlawful and certainly not fair use. Right? Okay, so that was story number one. Story number two, social media companies collectively made money from advertising off of minors last year, $11 billion. $11 billion. Now, the way they calculated this is they took the overall time spent on platforms and divided that by, or divided into that really, um, the time the percentage of children users compared to adult users. So it's a very rough estimate. But it's surely in the ballpark. You could quibble that it might be $9 billion or there might be $13 billion, but it's billions of dollars made on children advertising to them because social media is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. And we are concerned about this because it's not just that they're advertising bad things. It's that the social media platform itself is profiting off of your kids' eyeballs. And we have historically in this country done a lot to try to protect kids from advertising based on the premise that kids aren't good at defending against advertising. They are uniquely vulnerable to the persuasive effects of advertising because of immature critical thinking skills and impulse inhibition. That's what the American Academy of Pediatrics says. And they're right. 
Okay. Uh, YouTube derived the greatest ad revenue from users 12 and under, ab about a billion, followed by Instagram about 800 million and Facebook about 137 million. That's because kids aren't on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, meanwhile, uh, 13 to 17, $4 billion for the tweens. Um, I guess that's teens, really. Uh, TikTok, $2 billion, and YouTube, $1.2 billion. And Snapchat got the greatest share of its overall ad revenue from users under 18 at 41%, followed by TikTok, 35%, and YouTube, 27%, and Instagram, 16%. Okay, so that was story number two. And it's story number three. This is the bad one. <laughs> it's just warming you up. Open AI chatbot, chat, chat GPT. That's the primitive one. The new one, GPT-4, is even better. ChatGPT has passed the medical exam, the law exam, and the business school exam. Now, it's not an A student, typically, but it will pass. And GPT-4 is even better. Um, GPT-4 has a good chance of passing the Chartered Financial Analyst Level 1 and Level 2 exams with appropriate prompting. Uh, Chad GPT won't pass, according to a study from Queens University, Virginia Tech, and J.P. Morgan's AI Research Division. Um, but GPT-4, that's the new one, scored in the 90th percentile of the bar with a 298 out of 400. Um, you typically need about a 266 to pass it, in New York anyway. So it's scoring, you know, 90th percentile. That's good. <laughs> GPT-4 aced the SAT reading and writing section with a 710. Okay. Uh, on reading and writing on my SAT, I got a 690. Uh, 790 math. and Oh, no, not even that. 620. 620. That's right. Uh, 790 math, 620 for me back in school. Uh, they got a 710. I got a 620. That's 93rd percentile of test takers. <laughs> it gets worse. It doesn't get better. It gets worse. I can Jake with traffic on the fives before we come back to this. How are you feeling this morning? Come oh, on, I'm, Jake. I'm yeah, I'm feeling great. Uh, we're not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents out there on the roadways. Uh, I do have something on the map here. It is uh, Addison Drive and Scenic Highway southbound. We have a disabled vehicle in the roadway, so uh, just use caution on Scenic headed down that way. Uh, traffic update here from the text line. Looks like the traffic light is flashing on Highway 90 at Chamukla Highway in Pace. Uh, so if you're headed that way this morning, know that the traffic lights are going to be flashing yellow. Uh, it might be red on one side, yellow on the other. Is that usually how that Can happens? Can be. I'm not sure. I wasn't not sure. So it could be so. yellow all the way around. So you might have to treat it as a four-way. Uh, other than that, Highway 98 is looking great. Highway 90 out of... Um, uh, Milton has got that at Chamukla, but everything else around to scenic and then into town is looking good. Uh, if you see anything out there, let me know. 437-1620, Jake Walker with traffic on the fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Um, so back to the story that's going to ruin your day for you. Um, <laughs> just all trying to share, you know. Um, so the GPT-4, again, that's the new one. That's the big brother, better version of uh, chat GPT. Um, did well on the SAT. Um, better on, interestingly, better on the math and or better on the language part than it did on the, um, uh, on the math part, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but okay. Uh, you, you think it'd be the other way around, but that's not, uh, let's see. Uh, it scored 1410. That's the exact score I got. <laughs> Man, that's discouraging. Uh, you know, 99th percentile verbal, uh, 80th percentile math. I think it's cause a lot of the, uh, a lot of the math stuff, it requires some pretty sophisticated processing to put, you know, word problems. And anyway, I think that's the reason why. 
99 to 100 percentile in the 2020 USA Biology Olympiad semifinal. Uh, past advanced placement tests of various forms. A five on uh, you, a five is the best you can get on an AP test that will get you the maximum credit in college. So a five on AP art history, a five on AP biology, a five on AP environmental science, AP macroeconomics, AP microeconomics, AP psychology, AP statistics, AP U.S. government, and AP U.S. history. Physics, it only got a two. Calculus, uh, BC, chemistry, world history, it got a four. If you put all that together, I think that would probably mean that ChatGPT goes to college as a mid-year sophomore, maybe as a junior, is about where Chat where GPT-4 is at. Doesn't do well in high school math exams. Again, that's kind of one of the noter, uh, odd things here. Um, uh, Chat uh, GPT-4 can pass the sommelier, sommelier exam to become a wine steward. I mean, the tasting part is a little bit not so much, but, you know, the... <laughs> right the book work uh it can do well on the wharton mba struggles with some other business stuff uh medical licensing it passed all three parts um it, it does get stuff wrong you know sometimes but uh, a philosophy professor at Furman university uh, caught a student turning in an ai generated essay noticing it had well-written misinformation Word by word, he said it was well written, uh, but it just had some said some things about David Hume that made no sense and were flatly wrong. So you'd have to know to know. Uh, he, you know, <laughs> microbiology it does fine, um, and in fact, um, on law exams, let's see, the bot answered ninety five multiple choice questions and twelve essay questions that were blindly graded by professors. They gave it a low but passing grade of a C plus. Although ChatGPT would have been a mediocre law student, its performance was sufficient to successfully earn a JD from a highly selective law school, assuming its work remained constant throughout law school in an era where remote exam administration has become the norm, you know, at-home learning. This could hypothetically result in a struggling law student using ChatGPT to earn a JD that does not reflect his or her abilities or readiness to practice law. Didn't pass the Stanford Medical School clinical reasoning final, but <laughs> that's, you know. So GPT-4 and ChatGPT aren't quite ready to be doctors yet. Oh, we're doomed. I just, you know, I, I think there are a lot of ways in which artificial intelligence can enhance our lives and make us better and solve problems we have trouble solving, okay? And every disruption in technology has been a massive disruption over the course of history. You know, nobody's making vinyl records anymore. Nobody's really making, you know, horseshoes for horses anymore. There's, you know, there's all kinds of things, okay? Uh, planes had a devastating impact on ground transportation. We still have both, but think of how much more we'd have if we didn't have planes, right? Um, Switchboard operators, we don't have those anymore. We have digital switching, okay? So there's all kinds of things across the board. At the same time, it is hard not to have this reaction. Oh, fudge. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Mm. It's hard. It's hard. Hard not to see it quite that way. I'm just, just speaking, maybe only for myself here. Six twenty one on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. Uh, speaking of nothing related to this whatsoever, but here we go. Uh, BMW, Porsche, Mercedes, Genesis, Audi, Jaguar, great brands. You you buy them because they're you know they're a little extra, but you get extra, right? They're well manufactured, interesting imports, right? At Lexus, you might think those are cars you got to take to the dealership. Because you might think, well, they're specialized and only those people know how to handle them. Not true. 
Bobby Likas Auto Service, they work on these vehicles all the time, no problem. You don't have to take the miles, the time, the gas cost, plus the increased cost of just doing the thing over to Destin or over to Mobile or wherever you bought your car from. You can take it to Bobby Likas. They work on them. Uh, diesel engines, same thing. They work on those. And their idea is preventative maintenance. Like, they want you to bring it to them healthy. Like you bring your body to the doctor, healthy and sick. I mean, both. But, you know, healthy prevents the sick a lot of times, right? Same thing for your car. Bring it to them healthy so you don't have to bring it to them broken. Uh, that's kind of the idea. Carclinicservice.com is the website or just stop in. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Get ready to roll, Pensacola, because Cordova Mall Ball is back. January 20th, presented by Sandy Sansing Dealerships, with a portion of the proceeds benefiting Studer Family Children's Hospital Ascension Sacred Heart. Ages 21 and up, formal or crew attire required. Mardi Gras for all y'all rolls on with Cordova Mall Ball, January 20th, 8 p.m. to midnight. Get tickets at PensacolaMardiGras.com. Secret offers. Guaranteed returns. Over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit flofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2, right after Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. That's the part right there that always gets me. 624 here on News Radio 92.3, whereas I have to sometimes excuse myself for having an inordinate affection for Rick Springfield. I never have to excuse myself for having an even greater inordinate affection for everything Van Halen. Right, Jake? Yes. No, no explanation necessary. I mean, you can't get any better than that duo of Alex and... and oh, it's uh, fantastic. Yeah. It really is. All right, time for traffic on the fires. How are things looking this morning? Yes, uh, still looking great around town. Got a couple things to let you know about here The uh, from our traffic tip line. Thank you very much this morning. Traffic lights are flashing on Highway 90 at Chamuckla and Pace. Uh, that's at the Circle K and CVS intersection there. It looks like the slowdown is on Chamuckla headed north, uh, but it's not really bad. Addison Drive at Scenic Highway, southbound. We have a disabled vehicle in the roadway there. Otherwise, around town, Highway 98 is looking good east and westbound through Navarre. Uh, Highway 29 South through Cantonment is looking good. Let's see on the side streets here. Uh, Lillian Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. Cervantes is clear from the curve on Scenic Highway and Summit Boulevard not showing any accidents. If you see anything out there this morning, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you're 64 turning 65, you're going to change how you do insurance from whatever you've been doing pretty much most of your life, most likely, uh, to being on Medicare. And that can be disconcerting because it's new and it's different and you don't know the system and you have questions and that's fine. It's normal. That's good. 
Just call Ricky Stewart and ask her. She's a good friend. I've known her as long as we've lived here. Her whole family does insurance. This is the one part that she does is dealing with Medicare. So you want to know what advantage is. You want to know what supplement is. You want to know about, you know, pharmacy coverage, all of that. How do I get signed up? Well, how do I get? Ah, just call her. She has sat down with so many of you to take you through this transition. It's very easy, and, you know, she's just, I mean, she is a delightful person. You're going to love her. 341-2185 for Ricky Stewart Insurance. David Wayne is in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Well, Israel will be withdrawing several thousand troops from the Gaza Strip. The IDF made that announcement yesterday, saying that uh, the toll from the nearly three-month war uh, or the, the war has taken a big toll on their local economy. There's a big effort underway to save the declining Joshua Tree Forest. An estimated 2.5 million Joshua trees have died from wildfires in the Mojave, which uh, spans across California, Nevada, Arizona, and Utah, the only place in the world where the Joshua trees grow. Volunteers from across the country now have been spending their weekends planting new trees in that area. And the leader of South Korea's opposition Democratic Party, Lee Jae-myung, was stabbed in the neck during a public appearance in Busan yesterday. He was attacked by an unidentified man during a uh, tour of a proposed airport site. The suspect appeared to be an older man wearing a paper crown. He approached Lee asking for an autograph and a crowd of supporters, then lunged forward with a knife, stabbed him in the neck. That man was quickly subdued and arrested. So far, no information on the attacker's motives has been released. Wow. All right, uh, David, thanks so much for the update. I had a very disturbing story came out yesterday. Disturbing to me, anyway, uh, because I care about these people and I'm well familiar with them. Now to shocking new allegations from behind the scenes at American Idol. Former host Paula Abdul accusing the show's top producer of sexual ha- assault and harassment. Former American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance judge Paula Abdul is accusing executive producer and co-host Nigel Lithgow of sexual assault. Are you dating anybody at the moment? Why are you asking me that? The Grammy award-winning singer, dancer, and actress says the assaults happened in the early 2000s and again in 2015. So pretty bad. And what actually happened, at least in one incident, this is... This is not super detailed and graphic, but it's graphic enough that I just want to warn you. It's a little bit, you know, for people who might have experienced this kind of stuff. um, It's, you know, I just want you to be aware that's coming. According to the suit filed Friday, the 61-year-old says Lithgow shoved her against the wall of an elevator, grabbed her genitals and breasts, and began shoving his tongue down her throat. Following the alleged assault, Abdul says she told one of her representatives but ultimately decided not to take action for fear that Lithgow would have her fired from American Idol, the suit says. It also alleges that Abdul was discriminated against in terms of compensation and benefits compared to one of the show's male judges and the host. Now, his response, there was another incident where he allegedly forced her down onto the ground and got on top of her and basically said we'd make a great power couple or something like that. That was later in the 2015 era. Uh, somebody might ask, well, why, if she had this experience, why would she come back to work with him? Well, you know, talk about that a little bit. But he totally denies it, says she's uh, she's been erratic in the past, which has been true, okay, uh, and doesn't know why she would lie about this and says he will fight this smear against him. Nigel Lithgow is, I mean, very, very well known as a, like a dance coordinator. He was the producer, so you think he can dance, and obviously in the connection with American Idol as well. I think he helped create that series, I forget. But anyway, uh, we know him more from dance. What do you say when something like this comes out? 
Well, I think what you say is, um, is it plausible within the range of either one of these people? Is, is, is she likely to lie? It doesn't seem so. Is she likely to exaggerate? I don't know. It's possible. Is he likely to have done this? I can see that, too. Does he seem like that normally? No, but, you know, it's hard to rule stuff out. My one thing I would say is this. Um, if he really did this with her, he absolutely would have done it with other people. And so there will be other cases, I would think. And if nobody else comes forward, that will tell you something, right? He's been around lots of other people. Uh, lots of other very young, attractive women all the time, okay? Um, why would she lie about it is also a fair question, especially after all this time, right? I mean, what's she seeking to gain here if it's false? There's a new law. It's like a statute of limitations. is why she had to file it before the new year came out. So we're going to hear more about this, I'm sure, coming forward. But, man. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Five members of Japan's Coast Guard are killed when their plane is hit by a passenger jet landing on a runway in Tokyo. Everybody on the Japan Airlines plane got off before it burst into flames. The Coast Guard plane was bound for western Japan with earthquake relief supplies. These 48 people are killed there. They're talking about a thousand homes completely destroyed. Rescue missions underway, a 7.5 magnitude. That is a very strong earthquake. But the good news is the tsunami warnings have been lifted in the area. Fox of Janice Dean. And $842 million Powerball lottery tickets sold in Michigan. This was the first time a Powerball jackpot's been won on New Year's Day since the game began back in 1992. In addition to the jackpot winner, there were several million-dollar tickets sold in California, Connecticut, Florida, and Maryland. And another two tickets sold in Texas and Florida won $2 million prizes. Fox's Ted Lindner. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. A little bit of a chilly start this morning. It is 35 degrees, mostly clear skies this morning in Pensacola. A motorcyclist was critically hurt after crashing while fleeing from deputies in Walton County last night. This happened on Highway 98 near J.D. Miller Road. Deputies say they were trying to stop a motorcycle driven by a 23-year-old man for a traffic violation when the biker took off on 98 West. Deputies say they called off that chase, but shortly after, the biker crashed into the back of a pickup truck at high speed. The motorcyclist was taken to the hospital. FHP says charges are pending in that case. FHP also investigating after a fatal crash near the Florabama yesterday. That happened on Perdido Key Drive, just a few hundred feet from the Alabama line. FHP says the car was headed east when it veered off the road and hit a concrete utility pole at about 1230 in the morning. One passenger in the vehicle, a 56-year-old Baymanette man, died in the crash. A 23-year-old driver and another 23-year-old passenger were both hurt. FHP is asking anybody who witnessed this crash to contact them. Well, as we head into the new year, FPL bills are set to go down at least a couple of dollars a month. That's because of declining fuel costs. The utility raised their rates due to high fuel costs in 2022. However, costs have now gone down a little bit. FPL customers in Northwest Florida would pay 149.70 for 1,000 kilowatt hours this year, down from 155 in 2023, and it'll decrease a few more dollars in April when a storm-related charge ends. New Year's Day was memorable for lots of area students. The Niceville High School Marching Band performed in the Rose Parade in California. Our next band from Niceville, Florida. Small Gulf Coast city in the Florida's uh, panhandle, about 50 miles east of Pensacola. They flew a charter out of Eglin Air Force Base last week, the only airport in the area that could accommodate a plane large enough to take 
This outstanding band, a total of 240 members. That from yesterday's broadcast, the Eagles, one of only 20 schools around the country, invited to perform in the Rose Parade. It was the third year Niceville's been invited. Uh, the band director says it's always something special and something new. Scambia County deputies say a 15-year-old girl is missing and considered to be endangered. They are looking for Samara Fantroy, who was last seen on Sunday uh, about 9 o'clock in the morning in the 4300 block of Fairfield Drive. The sheriff's office says they're not sure what she was wearing at the time, but she may have been carrying a large green duffel bag. If you have any information, you are asked to contact the Escambia County Sheriff's Office. Well, the uh, first contest now, just a couple weeks away, Governor Ron DeSantis appears to be losing some support. Uh, the USA Today Suffolk poll released yesterday shows he's lost 2% support since the last poll that was taken in October. The latest poll shows DeSantis now in third place at 10%. Nikki Haley passing DeSantis to move into second place. She does still trail former President Trump by 50 points. The Iowa caucus set for January 15th. It is 635 at News Radio 92.3. Jake's got a look at our traffic on the fives. Yes, not uh, any major slowdowns or accidents to report yet this morning. Um, looks like at Addison Drive and Scenic Highway southbound, we have a disabled vehicle still on the roadway from earlier. They should be uh, getting that out of the roadway soon. Also from our traffic tip line, the traffic lights are flashing on Highway 90 at Chamukla in Pace. Uh, that's at the Circle K and the CVS at that intersection. Doesn't look like a major slowdown right now. Um, otherwise, Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre East and Westbound is looking good. Uh, Highway 29 South through Cantonment is good as well. And uh, looks like Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garson Point Bridge, Longleaf Drive, Mobile Highway, Pine Forest Road, North Blue Angel Parkway, all checking in clear. If you see anything out there this morning, let me know. Call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker, traffic on the what? On the fives. <laughs> we are going to have a beautiful day today with sunny skies. Temperatures on the cooler side, high near 56 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 41 degrees. For Wednesday, rain chances will build in as the morning hours. 100% chance of rain with a high near 53. Wednesday night temperatures dropping near 37 degrees. On Thursday, sunshine returns with a high near 54. Stay back to Channel 3 News First Weather Team. Download the WER TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson with the First Morning Weather Center. All right, and our current temperatures, we're seeing 32 degrees in Pensacola, 34 in Gulf Breeze, and 33 in Milton. Our next news at 7, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. The National Association of Realtors say home sales grew by 0.8% in November of 2023 when interest rates started to decline, with year-over-year -year sales down 7.3%. The biggest factor holding back the real estate market at this point, the low supply of incomes. Experts say there should be a small uptick in single-family homes and multiple-family units currently under construction. New York minimum wage workers welcome the new year with a pay bump. The minimum wage is now $16 an hour, up from $15 an hour in New York City and some of its suburbs. The new minimum wage for the rest of the state is up to $15 an hour, up from $14.20. The state's minimum wage is set to increase every year until it reaches $17 an hour in New York City and $16 an hour for the rest of the state. And the Dow futures fall nearly 200 points to start the new year as rates rise. That's your money now.
Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. Veris Health Partners knows there are plenty of options when it comes to insurance. Owners Pam and Keith Giles will help guide you to choose the best plans for you and your family. As a veteran-owned independent health and life agency in Pensacola, their clients range from moms and dads on Medicare to individuals, families, business owners, and veterans who are looking for answers. They are researchers, educators, and advocates who take pride in guiding clients to become smart healthcare shoppers. Contact them at varishp.com. Veris Health Partners. Partners. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out how this Thursday morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this Thursday morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Ready for intelligent and thought-provoking conversation? Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola. Weekdays from 2 till 4 p.m. on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Guy Benson, the brilliant and charismatic host, brings you a fresh perspective on the biggest stories of the day. Guy keeps you engaged and informed. Don't miss out on the intellectual thrill ride. Tune in to the Guy Benson Show on News Radio Pensacola from 2 till 4 p.m. It's the show that'll challenge your thinking and leave you wanting more on News Radio Pensacola. Goodness, this was toward the end of the first half. Michigan and Alabama yesterday, the first of two massively entertaining football games yesterday, the Rose Bowl and Sugar Bowl. Um, so Michigan went up 13-7 to on that play. Crazy play to watch. I mean, my goodness, if you didn't see the game, I am so sorry. You really did miss great games yesterday. Uh, then getting all the way down to the fourth quarter, like it was crazy weird stuff. Like Jalen Milrow for Alabama got sacked five times in the first half. Um, Michigan, you know, had an interception that got called back because the defender had his heel out of bound in the first play of the game. You had a muffed punt recovered by Alabama for effect. So there's just a lot of fun stuff going on in this game, in addition to some really, really just good basic football. But you get, like, this kind of field position battle going on during the third quarter where nothing much happened except that, you know, the one side had the advantage. And then finally you get into the um, into the fourth quarter, and Alabama comes back and takes the lead. That's 
opened up, and he accelerates through the hole. First and goal, playing with tempo. McClellan walks in. Alabama on top. And Alabama got up 17-13 there, and Alabama's driving again two minutes later. Jalen Milrow's a quarterback for Alabama, fantastic quarterback, and he's got the ball in a big, decisive moment in the game. Here in the second half. That one, just a couple of quarterback pressures. Milrow keeps it, breaks the tackle of Sam Basile on the edge, loses the ball, rolling around, and it looks like the Wolverines have it. Not decisive because Michigan recovered and came back and scored, but because it stopped Alabama from getting two scores ahead. Uh, they, you know, eventually they kind of got a field goal. They got up by seven, and then Michigan with a minute and a half left in the game. Loveland motions over. Keeper, and they pitch it to him. Touchdown as Wilson walks in. Roman Wilson, a huge impact on that drive as the Wolverines take it 75 yards to get within a point. Wilson had a huge play prior to that. I think it was like 50 yards or something. And then that four-yard dump pass, he managed to score. So they tie it, and then nothing happens. Everything back and forth, but nothing happens. In the end, they go to overtime. In overtime, Michigan gets the ball first. Big yards. Three Michigan tight ends in the ball game. They handed to Corey again and makes the cut. First down. So Michigan is up by seven. Alabama, one last chance. Jalen Milrow does everything he can, but they kind of it was kind of like goes backwards, goes forward, doesn't quite get there. But they're fourth and goal on the four. One last play. They've got to score, or it's over in overtime. Here we go. No more timeouts to take here. Game on the line. It's Williams in motion. Low snap. Milrow stopped. Michigan makes a stand and comes up with a milestone playoff victory. If all you were looking for was good football and you didn't get it over the weekend, you got it yesterday. Now, you didn't get it in the early games. I mean, uh, the Citrus Bowl was terrible, 45-0 to zero <laughs> for, uh, for Tennessee. The uh, Fiesta Bowl was terrible, Oregon 45-6 to six over Liberty. But um, the ReliQuest Bowl, the Wisconsin-LSU, that I almost didn't watch that game. That was a really great game, not just if you're an LSU fan. And, yes, Jaden Daniels was out, so they didn't have a star quarterback. But that was a really, really fun game to watch, 35-31 uh, to 31, uh, for the Tigers. But the Michigan-Alabama game was just, I mean, it was a phenomenal game. It was a really, really good game. And then you had the Washington-Texas game, and I was exhausted. I was out. I'd had, you know, basically four fo- football games that day, and I'm like, I can't watch anymore. <gasps> this is so good, too. <laughs> It was really, really good. I mean, that, as you heard in the Fox, it comes down to the very last play. Um, Washington had basically, you know, led the whole time, but Texas came back and made it a game. And in the end, you know, Washington holds on. So you get the two undefeated teams. The two undefeated teams in Michigan and Washington are going to go to the championship and uh, play each other. And two fantastic quarterbacks in McCarthy and Penix. Penix was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy Award winner. I thought he would have gotten it. Uh, But, you know, this is going to be really, really good football coming up next. Now, I hope. We've had years past where you had the warm-up games were good and then the the, the championship was like, "Mm," or as a blowout. I can't see it. These these two teams are really, really good. And the only asterisk, of course – is FSU not getting invited to the dance? That's the big asterisk on this thing. But you certainly can't say that Alabama didn't um, play great and provide us great entertainment yesterday. 645 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. 
Okay, the traffic lights at the intersection of Highway 90 and Chamukla Highway in Pace, uh, that's where the Circle K and the CVS is there. There's a little bit of a slowdown happening from that light being flashing until they can get that fixed. Uh, just use caution in that area. At, also, Addison Drive at Scenic Highway southbound, we have a disabled vehicle in the roadway. Uh, if anybody has any eyes on that, if, let me know if they've uh, taken that road uh, out of the roadway as of yet. Uh, otherwise, I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds, Highway 98, Gulf Breeze and Navarre, eastbound, westbound, you're looking good there. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Nine Mile is accident-free, not showing any delays in Car City. This traffic report is brought to you by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Hey, if you have um, you hear me talking about Christina Leavenworth, and you're not thinking about buying a new home for you or moving and you already own, whatever, but you might like, what would a realtor do for me? Well, you might be thinking about you know buying a rental. I mean, that's a very common thing, right? And you might have thought, well, man, these Airbnbs, it's just raking in the cash, hand over fist. I mean, it's almost like they pay you to own them. Well, you know, it for some people it has been like that. And then a lot of people saw that and invested heavily in Airbnbs and then the market changed and it hasn't been as much like that. In fact, sometimes it's been adverse. Um, could be that uh, you're thinking about a long-term rental, you know, something you rent out for a year at a time or more. And I was listening to Christina do pep talk the other day and she was talking about all these things. And she says her way of advising people is she says, yes, it could be good to do an Airbnb maybe, but what is the long-term rental market like for that car or for that house too? And how will that work if the Airbnb thing doesn't work out? You know, that's kind of like, is it a sturdy investment or is it just kind of a flashy, sexy, maybe it'll hopefully, hopefully work out investment. And that's the kind of thinking you want in a real estate agent. You want somebody who's going to help you by understanding the market, not just the buy and sell market, but the rental market as well and the vacation rental market as well, and really think through the investment side of all of this stuff. And she will because she gets it. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinky Realty. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas Oyster House, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters, tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be talking about Atlas Beverage Class, Winter Restaurant Week, Valentine's Day, Pensacon, and other fun things you won't want to miss. That's all tomorrow at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows Southern weather is unpredictable, and our Energy Star windows and doors will keep the heat in and the cold outside where it belongs. We prioritize keeping your family and your home comfortable all year round. Energy efficient products made, installed, and guaranteed for life. Get New South Window. For a limited time only, buy two of our products and get the third free. Visit NewSouthWindow.com to learn more. In a world of payroll and HR services, things can get complicated. There are so many moving parts in business. At Avalon HR, we understand and we have your back. Join us on the Pensacola Expert Panel as we guide you through the complicated world of payroll and HR services. Running a business is busy work. Allow Avalon HR to work with you. Join us tomorrow on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 923.
310-306 in Florida. If you're in Mississippi, it's 265. If you are in Navarre this morning, it's uh, 267 east of the Walmart, 266 at the Sefco up 87, 266 west at the other Walmart. Uh, 276 in Tiger Point at the, I always forget which one this is, not the Liberty Station, it's at the Circle K. Uh, 290s in Gulf Breeze, so don't. Uh, 276 in Milton at the Safco, 276 in Pea Ridge at the Murphy, and 279 going through Pace. Uh, see, on 9 Mile, 269 at the Walmart, 271 at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Coming in from the southwest side, looks like uh, best price is 275 at the Navy Murphy. 650 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Happy New Year if we missed you yesterday. If you were just home sleeping in or not listening to the radio, we were here. But I'm glad to have you with us now if you're back to work. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy doubling down on claims that he'll withdraw from ballots in states that remove former President Trump. Speaking yesterday, Ramaswamy said the goal was to nullify Maine and Colorado, the two states that have removed Trump from ballots. He's also calling on other GOP candidates to do the same. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries has lost his father. Marlon Jeffries died Sunday at eight, the age of 85. A statement from Representative Jeffries' office says those who loved him are thankful for the, for the full life that he lived. And uh, dramatic images of that Japan Airlines plane engulfed in flames making the rounds this morning on media. Flight 516 apparently collided with a Japanese Coast Guard aircraft as it was attempting to land at the airport in Tokyo. Then streaked across the runway on fire. The airline says 380 passengers and crew members were all safely evacuated from that plane. However, five members of the Japanese Coast Guard crew are still unaccounted for. Mm. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Uh, speaking of the whole like Trump eligibility, the 14th Amendment argument, but also Trump's immunity for charges brought against him by Jack Smith and the question of that, um, uh, Lindsey Graham kind of had an interesting comment about this, talking with Margaret Brennan on Face the Nation the other day. You said of, of Donald Trump, the president's conduct is subject to the law of the land. If you believe he committed a crime, he could still be prosecuted after he's out of office. Previously. Do you stand by that statement that Mr. Trump could be prosecuted and criminally liable? Yeah, it depends on what the conduct is. Now, if you're doing your job as president and January the 6th, he was still president, trying to find out if the election you know, uh, was on the up and up, I think his immunity claim, I don't know how it will will bear out, but I think it's a legitimate claim. Yeah, one of the arguments, obviously the Trump argument has been that he was doing president stuff in challenging the election. He was he was responsible for making sure that the election was done properly. But he's not responsible for that. I I don't think the president has any. I, I could be wrong. I, I try to think it through all the different pieces of the puzzle, but I don't think the president actually has responsibility for anything related to the election. Which, in a lot of ways, makes sense because you wouldn't want the president overseeing his own election, right? I mean, this is something that legislators have responsibility over, and the vice president has a role in to some degree, but it's very limited, symbolic mostly. Um, so what exactly would be the presidential authority over these things? His claim is going to be that it, he was doing his job. I mean, that is his claim. He was doing his job. You can't prosecute me for doing my job. But... That's I don't think that's his job. So it's going to be an interesting one. The other one, of course, is the Fourteenth Amendment argument, the issue about you know uh, insurrection. Which, man, there's a lot of weirdness about this argument. Here's the one thing I would say: I think this is not a good argument. I do not think the Constitution, um, because it doesn't mention the presidency 
An elector can't be an insurrectionist, even if you think Trump was, but it doesn't say that about Trump. But you get all these bad arguments, like people will say it's it's undemocratic. I mean, you know, somebody who's 34 can't be president. Somebody who wants a third term can't be president. Those are limits on who can be president. Those are also undemocratic. I mean, what if 90% of the country wanted a, a third term 34 year old? <laughs> you know, I mean, right? You can't have both, right? Um, couldn't have gotten there if he's 34. But right, that's unde- it, you, that, you have to say that's un- well, it's not undemocratic. We put limits on who can be eligible for office. And I think most people, and maybe I'm wrong, but if Trump, just hypothetically, right? In fact, pick somebody else. Pick, uh, you know, Jim Johnson. <laughs> you know, Jim Johnson had led an armed attack on Congress with an AR-15, and uh, an army of insurrectionists joined him, and their effort was to kill all the congressmen and take over the government and run it themselves. Okay? But somehow or other, like, nobody got killed, you know, somehow or other, I mean, okay, so, or maybe, you know, whatever, he didn't kill anybody, so he goes to jail for 10 or 15 years, 20 years. He gets out, but he's super popular. People want to put him in office. Should that person be allowed to run for office? I mean, that's kind of the idea of the anti-insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment. Again, I'm not saying that that applies to Trump. I'm saying that the arguments people are making in this discussion are often kind of not quite fully thought out, not quite fully conceived. And none of that is going to be dispositive about this particular case. But just always beware bad arguments in favor of a viewpoint that you like. Because your tendency is to not be critical about the ideas that you want to believe are true. But there are bad arguments for good conclusions. Right? (laughs) And when you make bad arguments, you set yourself up for being accused of being silly or foolish or illogical. And also, by the way... Part of the reason the bad arguments aren't good to take on is because they set you up for failure in other areas where that bad argument comes back to bite you when you try to pretend to be consistent. So just some thoughts about this whole, some of the Trump stuff. Um, like, I mean, all of these cases are very complicated. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think, again, particularly the one that bothers me is people saying that it's undemocratic to exclude somebody from the ballot. Oh, you don't believe in term limits. I mean, right? Because if you believe in term limits, you believe in excluding Somebody who would otherwise win an election. Because you don't need to exclude somebody who's going to lose an election. Right? So if you believe in term limits, you believe in something undemocratic. It, I mean, pick pick which way you're going to view this topic. Okay? 656 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Okay. Not looking too bad out there on the roadways this morning as you're making your way around. Uh, looks like we're still looking at... Let me Come on, computer. Get up there. Uh Addison Drive at Scenic Highway, uh, southbound. We got a disabled vehicle in the roadway there. And from our traffic tip line, the traffic lights are flashing on Highway 90 at Chamukla, Drive, uh, Chamukla Highway in Pace. Uh, that's at the Circle K and the CVS at that intersection, but it doesn't look to be tying things up too badly. Otherwise, I 10 and I 110 are at posted speeds, 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Nine miles accident free, not showing any slowdowns in Car City. Also, no delays on Burgess or Olive. If you do see anything out there, let me know. 437 1620. I'm Jake Walker with traffic on the fives all right i'm gonna uh i'm gonna say something that's gonna get me disliked by some people but i don't mind it will say it anyway you ever see on social media this post it's a pretty well seen one it's a guy kind of looking at you judgmentally with a finger pointed at a sign that says in 20 years the only people who will remember you work late will be your kids or or have you ever heard that phrase Mm -hmm. you know 
in 20 years, the only people who will remember you worked late were going to be your kids. Uh, there's a truth there. There's absolutely a truth there. Okay? Uh, an awful lot of people, myself included, need to be reminded to balance our family life with our work life because we tend to overwork. That's true. That, that's true. Okay? But there's another side to some of this, right? Children who see their parents working hard learn the value of a work ethic. And that's something we do need today. <laughs> You know, maybe more than the alternative. Children are very important, but they also need to learn they're not the only important thing. It's good for children to come second or third or fourth sometimes. That's good for them. Good for humility. Um, If the work you do matters, then it's false to say the extra time you spend at work doesn't make a difference. Hospital workers, the extra thing they do doesn't make make a difference. Cops, firemen, teachers. And if you do work that you get paid for, Theoretically, that produces a value in somebody's life, and so doing a little more of that work is doing a good thing. It's not nothing. And also, the whole what you remember in 20 years standard is very misleading. You know, the meal that you're about to eat, you're not going to remember in 20 years. The workout you're going to do, you're not going to remember in 20 years. That doesn't mean they don't matter. Lots and lots of our lives are spent doing necessary small things that no one will remember in 20 years, but we still have to do them, or, you know, we don't eat, we die, we don't exercise, we can get sick and die. So... Yes, it's always good to be aware of the temptation and neglect family by doing more work. It's a very good reminder. It's also important to remember that work matters too. 659 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. All right, future news. Jake and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, Milton tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they asked for a special meeting with the legislative delegation about the North Santa Rosa utility thing, mm-hmm. and they're getting it. Oh. But it might be that Heather Lindsay is not happy about having it this way. Are we going to have drama tonight? Oh, yes. If there may be drama, there will be drama. <laughs> it's Milton. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton Pensacola.